0: You are listening to the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation, and Dax short for Dog Nation, and I am excited about this podcast show today. I tried to do it yesterday. For some reason, it wasn't published like I wanted to. It wasn't, wasn't sending out, and I'm glad. I'm so glad it didn't because we got more exciting news today. But I'm going to back up. I'm going to backtrack. We're going to cover the SEC Championship. We're going to talk about the playoffs and other stuff coming up. But before we get in that, I just got to say, it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. I said it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. What a time to be a Bulldog fan. Here's the beauty part. Here's. The beauty part in all of this, this is just the beginning. I can't tell you how excited I am because I've been talking about this from my first podcast I did about Georgia football on April 4th, 2018. I said then, Georgia is on the verge of being a dynasty. We're the next dynasty in college football. Somebody, somebody, heard it, and last said, "Yeah, whatever." But everything is starting to unfold, and the beauty part about this is, it's just the beginning. You're talking ten years, twenty years from now. We're gonna look back at this moment and go, "Look, look what we have accomplished, what Georgia has done, in all that time." It is a marvelous thing. Let's get let's let's go back. Before I get to all the stuff that everybody knows by now, let's go back to Saturday night or Saturday evening when our dogs take down the LS Who kittens by of 50 to 30 and become the 2022 SEC champions. I had no doubt. I had no doubt. That was gonna happen. That's the first time it has happened since 2017. And you can best believe there are a whole lot more SEC championships coming, along with some national championships coming, a whole lot more later on in the future. Well, that's all right now. Great game, balled out, deep the offense looked great, defensive time looked shaky. With that passing game, I think part of that is. You go what thirty-five, seven at halftime. You kind of come out relaxed. When you when you play ball or those who in, have been playing play sports, when you got like a, a gigantic league, you're not as intense. You kind of almost naturally want to kind of relax, and you, you kind of take the pressure off. And you're not as intense. You, you, you got it's kind of hard to, to keep your foot on somebody's throat when you get that big of a margin. I think, I think one, that was part of it. And it's not being focused, but I'm glad it happened. Because Kirby said something after the game. Because a lot of us know concerned about the, the secondary. He said, I'm paraphrasing, is how the defense play would not be accepted and would not be tolerated. I said, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, would not be accepted or not tolerated. The, to me, I took it as cold cold word. Y'all finna be put through the ringer to make sure that don't happen again. I remember the week of the Tennessee game. And somebody recorded Kirby Smart uh, at practice. You haven't heard this on YouTube. So, kind of set this up for you. If you've ever been to Athens, Georgia, or if you've never been to Athens, Georgia, the practice field is literally right across the street from, I'm talking like 40 feet away from Stedman Coliseum where the dogs play basketball at. And so, Kirby at practice, he's on, a, he's on a microphone over a loudspeaker when he's talking at practice. And so, you can hear Kirby on a loudspeaker and I'm going to paraphrase this. I'm going to give you the clean version because it's a family show and there's no cursing on here. Kirby says something to the nature of I'm sick and tired of this finger pointing BS. Y'all ain't covering stuff. All that pointing finger stuff y'all doing, that's what other schools do. Keely, you ain't covering stuff. Get your stuff together. Fudge. I'm like, oh, wow. And something to that nature. I was like, oh my goodness. And then Keeney came out versus Tennessee and played great. So, this next few, three weeks or whatever it is, going to be until New Year's Eve. And we face Ohio State, who, by the way, I don't think, I don't think it would have mattered. When their best wide receiver is not playing, it will be fine. We'll be fine. Everything's settled for Georgia to go back to back and win national championships. We'll, we'll be fine. Um,. I think the team will go out go out strong go out for Bay. Uh that we're just seeing class here. And I'm 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 all all for it. So but I wanna go so with the SEC championship this past Saturday here, they started going back at, going back to the two thousand seventeen season when and they interviewed Davin Bellamy and interviewed Brian Harry, who played on the two thousand seventeen uh SC championship, NCAA championship team. I often, I often wonder, you know, what does Kirby do behind the scenes, you know, and how he feel about, you know, rivals and what he do to fire the team up. And so, they let us some inside information. And one of the things that they did when we lost to Auburn in two thousand seventeen, Gus Zong made a statement: "We beat the dog crap out of him. I thought well, that's not good. And so what they did was, they took his picture and those words and posted, posted it all over the facility. And um, I don't think Kirby did it. I think with the players, he went so far to take, you know, print out Arvin Tiger logos and put them in the urinal. Okay, and yeah, they went there. So say we're gonna get them back. It's gonna be when we see them gonna we'll get them back, and they took care of them because they beat Auburn 28-7 in 2017 and got payback. So that that was like wow, that that was something else. And so that kind of gives you insight how Kirby like how how much it means to him. And, and like I often wonder, do you do little stuff like that to get your team fired up? And it, it was good to see that they do. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Thought it was pretty funny. But back to this amazing run. Saturday victory. Georgia's now 31-1 and 1 in the last 32 games. 31-1 and 1 in the last 32 games. That is amazing. And the scary part about this, well, for college football, but the great part about it for us, this is supposed to be a down year. Through 15 draft picks, this is supposed to be a down year. This is supposed to be a year, of re, this is supposed to be a rebuilding year for us for real. And now we found ourselves two games away from being natural champions and being back back natural champions. When I tell you, if we are we are back-to-back national champions, all that humility stuff—save that for the the team to be humble. Save it for them, because I won't be. You, for those who have followed Georgia right for a very long time, we have been the joke after joke after joke. After 1980 joke, after 1980 joke, after 1980 joke. Over and over and over again. You think after all those jokes I had during door, Jordan's Jordan never gonna win one? You never gonna do it. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he, somebody made the made the, the joke up that they call instead of it coat they call it choke. Choke, the official joke. Uh, soft drink of the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. And you talking about going back to back, especially when people talking trash about it'll be another 40 years for Georgia win one again. Uh, it, was, it was just y'all year. Even even the sun shines on a dog behind every now and then. Really? This is about to shut them haters up. And this is really you. The same way I feel about 2023 team coming up is the same way I felt about 2021 team in the springtime. I remember in the springtime of 2021 thinking to myself, "Oh my God! Think about the team. Think about what we had in place. Who about win the championship this year?" I had no doubt. I knew, and I feel the same way about 2023. This defense gonna be better next year, as good as it is now. We got a lot of young people on this defense. This offense is gonna be better next year, even more, even more seasoned weapons. And and and, and great as the job as Testament has done, you know, and we continue to do in the next couple of games. Carson, all signs point towards Carson Beck. Being a starter. Look, listen. I don't want this taken the wrong way, because Stetson has done a good job, a, a very, very good job, as a quarterback. Matter of fact, he's a high finalist. I will get to that later on. Uh, a great job as George as George's a uh, quarterback. But I just really believe as great as the job he's done, Carson Beck will even do a greater job. Now he won't win more, more national championships because he's stressing about getting number two and hopefully Carson get one and he'll probably be off the NFL. But here's the thing about Georgia. You can have somebody at any position who's backing up a starter and they're better than the starter that, they, that they're backing up. Because the starter in front of them hasn't, hasn't done anything wrong. Let give you a prime example. Jordan Davis, who we all love. Devontae White, who we all love. Trayvon Walker, we all love. First round draft pick. First overall draft pick. Quay Walker, first round draft pick. Nicobe Dean, should have been first round draft pick. Got robbed. But the best defense alignment on that team last year was Jalen Carter. Jaden Carter was a first rounder, backing up first rounders. You got guys at every position that are first rounders, just waiting to get their turn to get this other guy who's out to lead the program and go out to the pro to do his thing. So that's how you can have another great quarterback who can possibly be greater than Stenson Benton. I'm, I think it'll be, I think I'm sorry. I think he'll be better than Stenson Benton and it's not taking anything away from him. At all, he has done an outstanding job. An outstanding job. <clears throat> but he, at the same time doing an outstanding job, he hasn't done anything to get his, his position taken away from him. The quarterback room is stacked. And not to mention Gunner Stockman. Oh, my God. Here's what I, I hope to have what happened with Gunnar Stockman. He's a true freshman this year. And he's on the scout team. He's doing great. Okay. Deshaun Watson, when he left high school, was the all-time Georgia leader in passing yards and touchdowns. Then, when he went to Clemson, you know, we all know. Then, here comes Trevor Lawrence. He breaks Deshaun Watson records. All-time passing, leading yards and touchdowns. He goes to Clemson. Both those guys went national championships. Gunn is stopped when he leaves breaks Trump all the trouble lawrence records in Georgia. So hoping the trend continue whether he won the National Championship. And I believe he will. I believe he most definitely will. That's why I said in the beginning of this podcast, this is this is just the tip of the iceberg what we are what we are going to experience here at Georgia. And we'll be fine for Ohio State, Michigan already talking trash, how they want revenge and all that stuff. They'll get, they'll get what they want and more. And uh, they want me happy with their results. I can tell you that. But, I'm glad I couldn't do my podcast yesterday. I tried to publish it and it didn't publish for whatever reason. I'm glad it didn't. Because I'm, I'm leaving in leaving a friend's house and the news come across. Stetson Bennett is a finalist for the Hoffman Trophy. Didn't see that coming. Not beginning the season, I didn't see that coming. Skip Bayless said on Undisputed this morning that because of Stetson's career, he deserves to, at the very least, you know, being, no matter the fact he said he would not be upset if Stetson won the Highland Trophy because what he's done his career. And back in the day, it used to be the high control a lot of time back in the day was really awarded to what you done over a career versus what you did for one year. So, I'm just glad he's going. That 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 does major. That does wonders. It's, it's good to see another Georgia Bulldog in a high trophy ceremony. That's great for recruiting. I know no one team in the country, but that's great for more exposure. That's it. That is great because some recruits sitting there going, Georgia got a quarterback at the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Some big-time next-level quarterback going, I can do that too. I can go to Georgia, win a championship, go to the pros. And possibly a hobby Trophy winner. That type of press is priceless. You can you couldn't pay for that. You couldn't pay for that. And I'm so proud of him. His story, when, when I don't know when, but when his story hits the bit screen, I think it's going to be this one of the best, uh, ball football stories. Or call it um one of the best football movies ever. Because it's an amazing story. This guy who nobody was looking at. Like, like a quick over a quick, you know, uh backstory about Stetson Bennett. He goes to a camp, throwing the ball, trying to get noticed. Decide, you know what? I'll wear a US United State Postal Service hat. And again, gets the nickname the mailman. Get a walk-on at Georgia. for the Coming 2017, Justin Fields come. He decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and go to community college. Get brought back 2019. Told when he told Tom Munkin, hey, I think I deserve a shot to start here. But told to a face. We don't think you ever get a chance to play here, to be honest with you. He was buried on the death chart. DeJuan Mathis bombs out. Stetson coming in the same today. He get hurt during Florida game. JT Daniels takes over. Come out of spring in uh, 2021, he's named number three. JT gets hurt. Never really fully recovers. Somehow, I'm not sure exactly what happened. Uh, Stetson takes over. Leapfrogs over Carson Beck. Guess he wasn't quite ready yet takes over, leaves George, their first national championship in 41 years, and if their next year might go back-to-back and and I want to say win the Hobbs, or the fact he had the Hobbs trophy ceremony? Rudy ain't got nothing on that. Yeah, The, the Notre Dame movie with Rudy, they ain't got nothing on that. Matter of fact, Rudy was off-size. They ain't got nothing on that. And that, that hit the, the big screen? Man, that's going to be amazing. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. I'm glad to be seeing it. I'm glad for George to have this exposure. So, I'm excited. We're going to see what's going to happen here coming up uh, Saturday night. Does, do you think of what happened? Does Stacey get crowned and trophy winner? We'll see. But the fact that he's there is amazing. Is flat-out amazing. Oh, man. Before I get out of here, I I, I meant to bring it up earlier. If you haven't got the opportunity to laugh at Nick Saban, please do. He was out there begging on TV about getting into the playoffs. And even the players was on TikTok singing songs to the playoff committee about trying to get to the playoffs. Their, their coaches is on the climb. And it, and it's a beautiful thing to see. It's funny. Their coaches on the climb. Even Grant McElroy talked about that. That coach is on the line. That, if, you, if you haven't seen that on social media, please look at that. Give yourself a good laugh and and put a smile on your heart because it, it's just funny. But I want to say it before I got out of here off this podcast, but so very proud of and excited to see Stetson Bennett's story unfold. That his story needs to be made to a TV movie. Not a a big screen movie. And I think it will. Hope the right, the whole right, the right writers get to it and and do it justice. Cause he has an amazing, an amazing story, man, an amazing story. So I'm gonna come back uh, after signing day. You know, the early signing day this month. I'll be. I, I, no, I can't can't think, think of the date right now, but. Like the next day or two after the early sign day, I'll come on here and talk about the signees and, you know, what to expect out of them and who are they and what type of impact they can bring and who you think, who I think might be an impact freshman. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was the first one to call, well, like, well I was the first one to say Brock Bowles will be a beast as a freshman, and boy, was all right. right. Uh, I just knew it. I just know what about him, so we yeah, are very, very proud of that. But anyway, that is going to be it. I appreciate you all for uh, listening to the podcast. The last time I checked, it was over 70 some listeners. I appreciate that very, 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 very much. Uh, I got the system fixed where it's reading all the listeners, so that's really exciting because the first is showing like two or three people. Like, I know more people listen to that, that uh, for sure, and so I'm seeing where... Uh, is reading my listeners. So I really appreciate it. If this is your first time here, uh, listen to the podcast. I appreciate you. Uh, hope you. I hope I entertained you. I hope you enjoyed this. Please come back. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, and those of you who are different parts of the, of the world, I know this podcast is heard in 15 different countries. Last time I checked, and I thank you so much for this. Take your time out and listen to the podcast, man. You know, for, uh, for you guys to be listening, rock with me here. Uh, this is my fifth season covering the Georgia Bulldogs. This is what I like to do in my spare time and my love for the dogs. It uh, means a lot. So, if you haven't already, follow me on, on Twitter at uh we, are Dog nation, we underscore, capital R underscore uh, Dog nation, And you can follow me on Instagram at we are Dog nation. And uh, yeah, TikToker, we are Bulldog Nation. So I appreciate you guys so so much. And until next time, have a great Bulldog day and a great Bulldog week. And as always, go dogs, second, and go Stetson five. I'm out.